Live from Las Vegas, this is the Wayne Coy Show. Ladies and gentlemen, Wayne Coy! Hi, I'm Wayne. Oh, Mr. Wayne. Hi, hi, Mr. Wayne. Wayne, Wayne, Wayne. Wayne. And Wayne is just shy of the touchdown. Never made it, but we tried. Hey, what a big day today for the Raiders in the draft. I don't want to give anything away, baby Gronk. I didn't call that back in March, baby Gronk. Mike Mayer from Notre Dame is a Raider. Uh, We'll go way deep on all of that in just a little while. Expecting a visit from the commish. He was here last night. He's got a lot more to talk about, of course, tonight because, well, there's a lot more to talk about. We've had uh, the second round. Into that. Deep into that. And uh, excited. I didn't think I would be, but I'm actually starting to get a little pumped up about uh, our football team. All right. A little earlier today, a conversation that I want to share with you. You may know him as Mike. You probably know him as Mike the Actor. Mike Goyaneci. That catch-up went as expected. I can only tell you. Uh, He's a fun guy to talk to. Truly is. You'll see. Well, it's time once again for maybe my favorite feature on the show. I get to live vicariously through this guy. He's Mike the actor, Michael Goyaneci in Los Angeles, or should I say Hollywood? Is it LA or is it Hollywood? Well, Hollywood's got that nice little cachet. I'm technically in Sherman Oaks. I'm like a 12 minute drive to Hollywood. Oh, yeah, you're right. Sherman Oaks, there's nothing sexy about that at all. Uh, I mean, we, we'll say it just to be accurate. But. It's Beverly Hills adjacent, though. Oh, how close are you? Well, if I go up the top to the Mulholland divides Beverly Hills from Sherman Oaks. Okay. And But I'm on the flats. I'm not up in the on the Hollywood Hills. <clears throat> but. I would imagine there's a big difference, too, in the, uh, the rents, right? From where you are, the higher you go up the hill. Absolutely, yeah. The values of the homes, the rents. And then to the north of me is Van Nuys, which is even cheaper. And, you know, it's not bad, but it's not as nice as Sherman Oaks. You You keep going. You're in Pacoima, right? That's right. All right. Well, I want to talk to you about last time you and I got together. um, You were you were working on a project that you couldn't talk about. Are we at a place where you can talk or still no? Oh, yeah, we can talk about. Yeah, we can talk a little bit about it. Um, I just couldn't show you any footage um we were talking maybe he was going to show you footage or the script but uh, well, this is a family show we're not allowed to show nudity on oh, the show yeah. yeah that's not my forte nobody wants to see me naked today you're right about that okay go ahead but, tell me about this secret project so yeah julian grant um is making a little project uh that i'm the lead actor in my character is johnny deluca and kind of a mob guy and it's kind of across like a little Sopranos, Breaking Bad, kind of, you know, gangster, tough, gritty. Oh, yeah. When you said Sopranos meets Breaking Bad meets Pulp Fiction. Fiction last time. Yeah. I mean, I'm like, okay, one, two, three, you got me, right? Yeah. Because they're all, you know, gritty. And this, you know, director, he likes to use these great angles and and such. So we were on FaceTime the other night and we were talking, we were shooting tomorrow. I have a scene. uh, two scenes to shoot tomorrow and uh he, he goes well I, I need another guy like a detective or something so i was on facetime and my buddy uh tom was over here and he's a, a collaborator he was the producer guy that got me on that kill jane doe movie that turned into the tonight show 
thing back in the day we talked about on episode one. Yep. Um, but, uh, he saw Tommy's, oh no, he's not a detective. He's a, he's a thug. He's a, he's a villain murderer. Hang on a second. Uh, I got to get my, my plug in for replenish zero here. Hold on one second. Okay. Available at seven 11. Okay. Go ahead, Mike. <laughs> so he goes, Oh, he wanted to be a killer. And then, so he comes up with the scene where, um, uh, my character is going to get his head dunked into a bathtub full of water by my friend. And, wow. and I don't want him doing that to me. I'd rather have a total stranger do it, but, uh, you know, anyway, that's what, what's happened. I'm not real happy about it, but you know, we're going to go with it. So I got to, I got to clean out my tub extra clean. We're shooting here actually tomorrow. You're shooting at scene. your house. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How common is that? That doesn't happen often. does it? Well, um, this is an independent project. You know, we're making a, uh, uh, like a 10 minute teaser, which is like, uh, this is what a show could be about. And then we present it to the various networks or streaming services to see if they want to, uh, pick it up. Oh, I like that. Let's, let's, let's hear, give me, uh, eight episodes and whatnot. So, Love it. so we're doing that, you know, the director's, that's his little project and he, he wants me to be in it. So I'm in it. And, uh, that's, that's how, that's how Hollywood works. You can make your own little projects. He say back in the day, you know, when it was just, you know, three major networks and the movie studios, you had to have them do it. You couldn't do anything on your own, you know? Right. Now it's all about DIY, right? That's right. You, you, you took a sec to figure that out. I saw that. Do it yourself. Because I thought, well, that's isn't that more for like uh, Home Depot and all that? But, uh, <laughs> but you're that's right. The sponsor it's, for next hour. Okay. Uh-huh. Hey, um, so Julian, tell me about him. What's his background? Yeah, he's uh he's from England and uh he's a British and uh he he just got uh, hitched the other day. That's what he calls it, hitched. He got married a couple weeks ago. Nice guy. And uh I haven't looked at his I we can go on IMDb look at his credits, but I don't know them off the top of my head, but uh, okay. I worked with him before. I did another mafia uh little short film with him. Are you being typecast as the uh the mafia guy? Absolutely. Absolutely. You don't mind no. that. No, I, I don't mind. I got the look and I love those roles. I, I like that genre, those movies and stuff. Um, my manager, he's not real happy with the goatee right now because he goes, look on TV. Most people don't have facial hair. They're clean cut. And then, you know, I have that clean cut look without the goatee, but I kind of like it. You know, it's a little sexier and, you know, it's a little slimming and it's a little younger hip thing. But uh, so we'll see. We're going to let it go and see. You know, I got to stick with it for this project. And we'll see if I, how many auditions I get, auditions I get with the goatee. And if it's, you know, I might have to shave it in, in a couple months. Does he have a way to lead the witness, though? Because he um, he controls what you get, doesn't he? My He's manager, yeah. Well, what he submits me on, he has headshots of me with the goatee and without it. So depending on, you know, they've been submitting the ones without the goatee lately. And I go, wait, then I do the audition and I got a goatee. And so, well. I will shave it if it's the, you know, the price is right. Has I mean, that ever happened as, where a director has said to you, listen, we like you, but we can't deal with whatever it is, the facial hair, maybe a little weight, maybe your, the way yeah, your, yeah, your I hair worked on is. This or- Netflix project um, like two or three months ago. And uh, they, they cast me and I go, oh, by the way, uh, I have a goatee now because I didn't have my updated pictures up yet. Cause I just had the goatee for like a couple of weeks. Oh no, no. We, you know, we like the, the director likes that clean cut look. Mm. And, uh, I was playing like a jacuzzi salesman at a convention 
And so I had to shave it. And that's okay, right? It's part of the job. Yeah. Yeah. I timed it. It takes 18 weeks to grow back. I mean, 18 days. 18 days. Wow. Latino, it takes you 18 weeks. Something's wrong there. Yeah. You guys, usually you need to shave like the next day, right? Yeah. All right. When I used to have this girlfriend that had real sensitive skin. And uh, so I would have to shave after work to go see her if I we yeah. wanted to make out because mm-hmm. she would get this abrasion around her mouth from my beard. Yeah, that's nice. She probably knew uh, when you weren't in the mood based on the stubble on your face. You're like, right. Yeah. Sending a yeah. signal there. Yeah. Not really tonight. I was looking more forward to uh, watching the game. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Mike, the actor is our guest. I want to uh, talk about this process that you have to go through uh, to be a working actor. I mean, it isn't easy and it's a discipline. So what's a typical yeah. day? Tell me, and, and I know you have a day job, but forget that part of it. Just zone in on the acting part and tell me like kind of what's, what are the steps? Okay. So I got my agent submitting me for projects, uh, Randy Cabrera, and I got my manager, David Firestone submitted me for projects as well. And then I submit myself. So I go on uh, Casting Networks and Actors Access, submit myself there to commercials and uh, short films. Occasionally there's a, uh, usually like the guest role on a a network comes from the agent because they get those, they're called breakdowns, which means a breakdown of the role. You know, we want a, uh, you know, 40 to 50 year old uh, male, Latino, exceptionally handsome, maybe a little portly. I always thought I always thought breakdown meant they wanted you to like you know completely fall apart in the middle of the audition. We, well, we need you to break down. I've seen that happen before. <laughs> or you start singing a Tom Petty song. Go ahead and give it to me. Break All right. down. Yes, I knew you would. Okay, or, go ahead. but not to be confused with break dance, of course. Different, completely different. Yeah, then you submit yourself, and then uh, you get. Uh, they say, okay, we want you to. Uh, if, if the casting director likes you, then they say, okay. They, they email you a script and they say, up, you know, they give you a couple of days sometimes. Sometimes uh, it takes, like, I got one the day before yesterday at 4.30 in the afternoon. They wanted by 9 the next morning. And what? I couldn't do it. Yeah. I'm sorry. You I, have I, limits. You know, who do you think you're dealing with here? I'm a professional. Right. That's what I, I got I was your manager. I mean, I just want you to know I'd go to bat for you if I was your manager. In fact, that is your manager calling right now. Excuse me just a moment. On the phone. Okay. Yeah. Fred, Fred, yeah, I'm, Fred uh, I'm talking to him right now. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. Well, if you want, I'll ask. Okay. Thanks. Boxers or briefs, Mike? That was the question. Boxer briefs. Oh, you combine the two. There's a boxer brief. Yes. Yeah, yes. that's a Hollywood thing right there. You style. You just whip yeah, it together. Yeah, because, like you know, you, it's cotton. You get the support. You get the length. And uh, it's kind of like a little, you know, stretchy, spandexy, you know, yeah. but, uh, but they're cotton. And they're and, very uh, versatile. Yeah, the very, the more support than you do with the free flowing boxers. Yeah, I never, never, never like boxers, never use them. See, this show is like Radio Shack. You've got questions, we've got answers. We're also closed. Oh, is that Radio Shack? I forgot Shack about that. that. Radio Shack is, is completely closed, right? I mean, there aren't any. I know. And, there might be uh, one, like like Blockbuster. There's. Did you know there's one Blockbuster? It's in uh, Oregon. 
And they rent VHS or they DVDs, right? And they, or they, they still have, have VHS. They have both. And it's a there's a documentary all about it, but we digress. So go ahead. You got this. Uh, we have the breakdowns. Okay, so they send us the uh, the uh, script, <clears throat> and then sometimes you have to have a reader. So I got to have somebody come over, and we got this little ring light. You put the camera into the ring light, and then I got a, a little remote. Here's the remote right here. Yeah, show it's us the a, tools this, of the trade here. Here we go. This what is, is a remote. That's a remote. And I, I click on this, and it starts the video camera, and then I click on it again to stop. That way, if I'm by myself, I can do that. And so if I don't have um, a reader available, like a neighbor or something. I'd be your much- reader. If you ever wanted, you know, I'd, I'd be happy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we can do that. It'd be a thrill for me. So, yeah, we'll do that one day. We can. And then, but if I'm by myself, I have uh, an extra cell phone. Okay. So I'm recording with this cell phone. I take the other cell phone. And what I'll do is on the audio app, I'll, I'll talk the other person's lines into it, leave a gap for my line. Mm-hmm. And then I, and after I record that, I hit play next to the recording one, and it sounds like somebody else is giving me the lines when it's me. And I always use like a, I'll use an extra voice there, you know, just to kind of give it a little difference so they don't think it's me, you know. Have they ever wanted to cast that guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> everybody, they, yeah, that's that's everybody's dream. Oh, we want that other guy. He was really good. Who's your yeah, friend? Yeah. Yeah. Who was that? What are you talking about? I was running lines with a guy who was me, by the way. I was running lines with myself. Not that there's anything wrong with that. Okay. Oh, yes. So you work on your lines. How long does it take you to, to memorize like a typical oh, side? That, that's, if it's only a few lines, then I'll, I'll memorize, you know, four or five. If it's 10, then I use my, uh, I have a teleprompter. You are cheating. Mm-hmm. Do they know that? Do they care about that? Does it matter? Um, well, um, I have it such that they can't really tell. And I, you know, so I have my mouse. So I have the script on the screen and I use a, uh, like a mid-sized television screen so I can read it because yeah. I like to act without my glasses. So I need the big font so I can read. And then I use this, the mouse with the wheel. So I have the wheel down by my, below my hip and I'm scrolling down with the wheel as I'm reading the script. What if you need your hands for the scene? You can't hold the mouse. I got one good hand. I got this one guy, this 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 Mike guy. Every yeah. audition we get, he's got one hand. We never see his other one. What's he doing down there? I mean, you don't know okay. this, but I I was petting my dog for about five minutes worth of this interview. You didn't know that. Yeah. See, I don't yeah. know what's going on yeah. below there. Well, Louie is standing by the door, which means something, Mike. Which means um, your dog wants to be fed. Uh, no, he doesn't want to be fed. I think he needs to pee. So, oh, do you mind while out. I let him out real quick? Okay, go ahead. This is the beauty of this. For anybody watching on the internet, um, Mike is uh, our resident actor out of Hollywood, and I love his the background there, the red and the black. It is so cool. Like Radio Shack. Yeah, but you can't see that on the radio, so I'm just I'm trying to be descriptive. And uh, we'll be back. I mean, we're not leaving, so stay right there. We're just going to walk about four feet, open up the door, and let Louie not pee on the floor. Okay? Okay, sounds good. Hang on. Don't go away. Stay right there. I'm still here. All right, Louie. Come on, buddy. This is why we will put you in the bedroom. Okay. Um, set the timer. Actor Mike, set the timer. 
because uh, Mike, the actor, it'll only be a matter of uh, seconds before he starts he comes barking. back. Well, he's going to start barking because he wants back in. He wants back in, right? So, what will you set a timer so you know when he's done? No, he'll let us know. That's what I'm saying. Okay. So there will be another interruption. It's just a matter of how long. So it's what, does take. he ever like go out there and want to hang out for a while and yeah, walk around? Sure. Sure, it's a beautiful day today in Las Vegas. So, chances are, uh, right? I have no idea. I can tell you my blood sugar is, but I have no idea oh, what the temperature is. I got this new thing. Degrees in uh, Hollywood here, seventy-seven okay. degrees. Uh, I don't know if we have you or not. I got a new thing. It's a uh, you know because I'm diabetic. I have this new uh, deal where it tells you what your blood sugar is on your phone, which is very cool. Oh, so you put something like a little thing on your arm. Uh, it's on my stomach, but yeah, same thing. Oh, okay. And that has like a little prong that goes into your skin? I'm being pronged as we speak. Yeah. Ooh. Pronged deeply, in fact. And how long does that stay in there? Family show, Michael. Sorry. Uh, can't answer that question. Anyway, I don't back to a typical day uh, before we get interrupted by Louie. So you're using, it looks like a lot of uh, gadgetry to be able to pull mm-hmm. off this thing. So on a moment's notice, you can do that, right? You can just. Yeah. Yeah. Completely... Like I said, if it's a rust job, you know, at the last minute and I don't have time to memorize it because I might yeah. have something else going on or working on another project, right. whip out the teleprompter. Excuse me while I whip this out. And you yeah. do. And the teleprompter is just, I have the, the script on my laptop and I plug the laptop um, out to the television, which is um, about three and a half uh, feet, 36 inch in diameter, you know, the TV. And I, I, I zoom in on the font and I scroll down with it. And there you go. You've probably gotten pretty good at that. This all started during COVID, right? Where it Absolutely. used to be, you would get in the car, you would endure all that is LA traffic and, uh, you know, take you an hour to get, you know, what should take five minutes, but you get there and then you're sweaty and you're nervous and you had to pay to park. And then you, you go in and there's, 50 people just like you in the lobby and you stare them all down. And then you finally get your moment and you knock it out of the park, hopefully. And then you drive all the way back home again. And then you wait a week to see if you got it or not. In the meantime, you might have to do what you just did three or four more times. Correct. Right. And the thing is back then you got one shot at it. Sometimes they give you two or three shots, but you see one shot. That's it. So the thing about self-taping at home is I can do, you know, ten takes if it takes. Sure. And, do you? Uh, do you do you often not, do it over again? Not. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, almost always, because I have the. Um, FYI, this interview one time only. Okay, I'm just letting you know. I'm not doing oh, this one, again. One I take, mean, we'll yeah, do it again, but not today's interview. So no, if you have to leave like you just did, just there, I'm okay with. No, it. I was just looking for something. Um, I, I had a prop here I wanted to use. I actually have a clapperboard. Oh, those was, are cool. I was going to um, show it to you, but it's not within. Uh, that's I thought okay. it was right there. We'll take Next time. So we can redo a take. A take two. Yeah, that's called a slate, isn't it? Yes. That's okay, right. See, I'm learning from you. Okay. So how many of these do you do a week? On a given um, week? Maybe. It could be like four or five, maybe. Four or five you auditions know. a week. Yeah, lately it's been pretty wow. good. Yeah. And then and those depends. are all then coming. I, I'm sorry. And then sometimes, uh, I mean, some come from my agent, some come from my manager, some come from myself. And then I am, uh, you know, like if, I, if I'm shooting a movie and I got to work on my lines, 
I'm not going to submit for anything else. I'm going to concentrate on that one project, the one that's in the hand, instead of trying, you know, to do uh, other, you know, too much. Unless a better paying job came along, and then what? What? Yeah. What are you talking about? I. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Make yourself available. Yeah. Like, I don't. Right? I, I don't like to. I, I don't do stage because um, I think it's too time consuming for me. But my friend does, and uh, he's got 170 lines, and he can't wow. work on. He's busy working. He's got to have memorized in you know in the next uh, week or two, and then uh, they're going to have rehearsals, and then they're going to have you know just one weekend. That's a lot of work for the for the okay. money they and pay. It brings but, up a good question. So that particular job that your friend has, the stage guy, right? Mm-hmm. The pay for what he's enduring, which just sounds already like it's weeks and weeks and weeks, versus what you get paid for a one time. You know, hi folks, Mike the actor here. Blah 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 blah, and you're done. Yeah, he yeah. It's paid more you, money. You do or he does? Um, I do because the stage they give you a stipend. You know, unless it's, you know, unless it's some Broadway play or some big production, um, then, you know, and you're a big star, a name star, then you're going to make, you know, more. But, uh, he's just getting like a little a stipend, they call it a one shot deal. Yeah. I mean, I made, uh, $10,000 in one day Holy on a TV smokes. commercial. Wow. For, for what what were you advertising? It was the 2017 or 2016 Honda Fit. It's a little yeah. tiny little car. You, have you seen it? Sure. And, and I don't uh, fit, but I've seen it. Right, right. And they had all these little vignettes. Somebody's got like a surfboard. Somebody's got like a, a you know, a, a big bass cello trying to put it. Well, and then I'm with two other mafia guys and we had a rolled up carpet in front of us. And we go, hey, can it fit this carpet? We swear it's just a carpet. And then I <laughs> kicked the carpet like there was a body in there, you know. So, so again, you're, you're being typecast as the mafia guy. Yeah. 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 But you know what's great is if you were to get, well, you already have a recurring role on a series, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, pronounce that again, Sangra. Sangre Negra, Black Blood. Yeah. On Amazon. You roll the R's like only the uh, the Hispanic can. I like it. That's Do right. it again. Say it again. Sangre Negra. Sangre Negra. Sangre Negra. Did I, did I say Black it right? Blood. Uh, Black what? Black Blood? Yeah, it means Black Blood in English or in Spanish. Okay. Uh, and we're going to, at some point, get you and a couple castmates on, and we're going to talk about that whole thing. But does that keep oh. you from being on any other show? No. no. Uh, oh, it did. I was going to be on this game show that they didn't want actors on, uh, and so I didn't get to do that. I mean, that would have been nice because maybe some quick cash. But to be honest with you, you're above that, Mike. Actor Mike, I think, you know what I mean? You have, yeah. you have standards. Yeah, like I wouldn't do real- reality show. You don't want to, you know, that's no. not for me. And once you do that, there again, you're, you're that people. guy from Big Brother or whatever. You don't want to be. Right. No, those yeah, those people make good money and, and they do, they get name and all the excitement and the bells and whistles. But that's it's not me. I, I'm not going to, uh, it's not, you know, it's not for everybody. Uh-huh. I don't want to act and I like the crap like that. And then if, I think if you do reality, you can't do this. They don't take you seriously as an actor. From what I've heard, I don't know for a fact. I haven't done any research, but that's yeah. the word on the street. So you have a manager and an agent. That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. You have people. Yeah, yeah. We'll have, you know, so next time you have to call my people instead of calling me direct. Okay. No, I'll Wayne's I'll my buddy. That. You always call me direct. <laughs> so Mike, the actor, no longer taking my calls. So that just tells you where the, where the show's going. Yeah, it? exactly. 
<laughs> okay. So um, we got, I think we have the, the whole idea of the rehearsals the and, and the auditions. And then and there's one more. There's the callback. So once I, so I take the videotape, the audition, I upload it to their website and then, uh, then they'll, uh, let's do a callback. And sometimes they'll do a zoom call or sometimes that now they'll take you in person for this. Okay. Um, and then, um, after May 11th is the official end of COVID in with the Screen Actors Guild Union. So they can't even ask you if you've been vaccinated or they don't require testing or anything after the 11th. So that's coming up. In I'm, I'm surprised so it's, nice. it's, uh, it's taking this, this long, long, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. I heard it was the insurance companies that are responsible for that. Uh-huh. Um, they, you know, because if the, if the, main, the lead actor gets sick, then they got to put everything on hold and still pay those people that they have under contract. So an insurance has to cover that. So that's why right. they made them jump through hoops, you know? So what does an actor do at night in Hollywood? Like what's a, you know, what are, what are your evenings like? Are you spending that time rehearsing? Are you trying to get away from it all for a little while? What, what, no, what I, mean? I, I like to go socialize, you know, I actually got a, uh, uh, internet commercial role by at a bar one time. It was at Casa Vega where they made the movie um, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood recently and other movies as well. I was sitting at the bar and there was at once uh, two seats open and I'm at the end of the bar and this guy goes, uh, is anybody sitting here? And I just kind of, w- I was, you know, I gave my golf, I go, uh, it's going to cost you $100 to sit here. Otherwise, I'll have your legs broken. You know, I said something like that. Yeah. And they laughed and then they sat down, we started talking and, uh, they were producers and stuff. They go, oh, really? So about a, a month later, they called me and they go, hey, we're doing an internet commercial and we want, uh, it was for computer repair and they want to be the God, the godfather of computer repairs. The guy comes to the, you know, with their computer for me oh, to fix perfect. and I do the voice. How perfect is that, brother? You're right and I didn't place, have right to audition. time. They just gave me that role. They didn't, I didn't have to audition because they already That's going to be pretty freeing. That makes a lot of the times that you got the rejection because you do, you have to have thick skin in your business. I know that to be true, right? Radio has been very competitive for all these years I've been in it. But I think compared to, you know, the acting thing, uh, nothing compared. I think it's very, very tough because there's like one job and a thousand people that want it. You know, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, you know, and you think you, you know, and you spend all this time and doing, you know, take after take and setting it up, you send it in and then you never hear from them again. It's like, OK, I mean, they don't say, oh, we thought, you know, <clears throat> you did a good job, but uh, we went in another direction. They don't even say that rarely. I mean, it's if you know somebody, if you know the uh, that somebody that's involved in the project, because a lot of jobs are, uh, you know, who, you know, and sure. uh, so like that. Tony Capone character. I had met this guy at a, at a red carpet event and then he did a table read for, for one of my projects, the Godfather in law, which is on YouTube. And then, um, was that a he, shameless plug you just did there? I think it was. Uh, what, what did I say? I don't I said know. Ice, so ice cream is good. I think you said that YouTube mm-hmm. Godfather in law <laughs> on YouTube. <laughs> so, yeah. uh, to make a short story longer. Uh, yes. He, said, are you interested in doing this thing? They sent me the script. I did the self-tape, and then I zoomed, and I got the role through a about referral. Mm-hmm. See? So uh, do you go through slumps where the phone just isn't ringing, and you're like, why am I even Absolutely. doing this? Absolutely, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> How do you deal with that without, like, falling into a complete depression? Oh, well, you just got to keep busy and, uh, you know, 
do other things and just keep at it. Sometimes you need a break anyway. You know, you yeah. want to take a break and do something else in your life. I mean, not, you know, change career, but just you sure. know, work on your other, pro- other, other uh, interests or other make other money uh, revenue streams. Right. And the reality is, you, you know, most actors, I'd say the majority have to have, for lack of a better word, a day job. Okay. Something to fall back on to keep the money coming in. So it's stereotypically, it's, you're going to be a waiter or waitress, uh, you know, in a restaurant, but you're not doing that. Tell everybody what you do because I yeah. think it's awesome. Yeah. The younger people, you know, in their twenties, thirties, maybe they, they might do the, the food service, which is yeah. great because you have flexible schedule, but I'm a, a mortgage broker. I'm a loan officer for a mortgage broker. And, uh, right now we're working on commercial deals because there's a good market for that for rental properties. Pure transparency, also an advertiser on the Wayne Coy show. Just That's that right. Okay. okay. But that has nothing to do with today's conversation. Right. There's that. And I also have the mobile notary service. So I have yeah. three revenue streams. Ta- talk that's about something that. that I do every day. It's like it can happen every day. That, okay. You need something want. notarized. And then you, you, how do you find out that they need you? They're all, it's not like one piece of paper. I do, you know, 200 page packages of uh, real estate transactions, like a reverse mortgage, a refinance or a purchase. Okay. And I go to their house. <clears throat> I get, it's like a service. I get text messages. Where they call me, are you available? And then I will, um, I'll go out and I'll do that. And that takes an hour or two. Wow. And uh, I enjoy that. It gets how, how, does the, how do you, how do you learn to do that? That seems like you'd have to go to school. So uh, well, you take, you could take a class. It's a one day class and get your license and all that. You know, they can take any, any, um, you know, a 10 year old could put a stamp on a piece of paper, but to do a you real estate transaction. Kids. You do not know them, but go ahead. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, no, they're so grown now. Have, so, but I have a, a background in, in mortgage. So <clears throat> I, before I ever did notary, I was a wholesale rep up there in the San Ramon area. Uh, okay. and I, uh, a mortgage guy for like 10 years. And I, I know the documents and know the paperwork. So to do the notary, that was working good with the uh, acting when I first came to LA. That's and what then I'm I thinking. go, well, let's supplement it more with some actual mortgage. So I got my mortgage license. Okay. And then uh, I've been doing that as well. I would think that the notary thing would be relatively flexible, but if they're under the gun Absolutely, to get us, yes. they're under the gun to get it done. Like I had one tonight at six thirty. Yeah, but I wanted to watch the Warriors game in the NFL draft. I see. And so I just told him that uh, due to unforeseen schedule conflicts, I'm unable to uh, be to that six thirty. Plus, I had to go downtown at yeah. six thirty on a Friday night. Forget about it. Forget. It. Get about it. See, right back into character again. For All sure. right. Do you have any auditions uh, the rest of the week, or are we done for the week? Yeah, yeah, I got one. Um, I got, I got a, I got the breakdown. I have until like Monday for this one, so I'm going to work on that one tomorrow. Okay. And there's, uh, it's a commercial, so there's no lines for this one. It's more like I'm doing hand gestures and and facial with uh, one hand. We've already covered that. Yeah. yeah well, no, I won't need the teleprompter if I'm going to be, uh, you're not going to be touching your mouse on. while this one's going on. That's good. That's correct. Okay. The mouse. Okay. Give me the this face. The Let me see. Talking about. Let me see the face. What face? Yeah. <laughs> hey. Yeah. I love like it. They, they want you to try a, you know, eat a cupcake because I'm like, Mmm, this is mm. good. Yeah. Oh no, that's a happy godfather. Oh yeah. But it is a, with it. <laughs> Sound effects budget is pretty low. Okay. With um, with the eyebrows, though, you can say a lot. Yeah. See what I'm saying? You got thick eyebrows. So they're yeah. very expressive, right? 
that is the thing that uh, they say is my gift is that you can you know tell the way I'm feeling by looking at my face. Yeah, and that's because some people are just very stoic actors. They just talk. I see you getting perfect. anything that Jim Belushi would read for. Um, maybe John Goodman. You know, mm-hmm. not trying to call you a fat guy. I'm just saying you got that face that that very expressive face. They both have that. Yeah, or sometimes they'll say uh, Richard Stone Street or the guy from Modern Family. Oh, I don't know. Cam from my, Man of Modern Family. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. Chubby guy, yeah. I think it's just our facial expressions are similar, and we have expressive faces and a little bit of chubbiness yeah. there. But see, okay. I'll never have – I won't have to get any collagen or any of those uh, uh, fillers because I have natural filler. You should tell everybody that you did pay for that. You know, say, oh, oh yeah. you should it, see me. I <laughs> It's yeah. like an aardvark until I get this. Uh, all right. Mike, the actor, busy at work, practicing his craft and getting ready to take the world uh, by storm and notarize it when he's finished. So that's the cool part. All right, buddy. Have a good weekend. Uh, I will wish luck to the Warriors. And who are you watching in the draft? Is it 49? Uh, right? I follow the Raiders as uh, indicated on my shirt there. Oh, that's right. The and Raiders are my team, just like you. You got your hat on today, I see. Oh, okay. So quickly, what did you think of that that first round pick of theirs? I was expecting to get uh, the quarterback, Will Levis, or um, uh, Jalen Carter, or Christian um, Ramirez or Gonzalez. Those would have Gonzalez, and those would have all been very Raider esque picks, right? But I think I think they drafted for need this time rather. Right. Well, this defensive end, sexy, yeah, is six six, yeah. But but Jalen Carter was the big deep. The, the 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 tackle the lineman that we needed, but because of maybe his transgressions are too similar to Henry Ruggs, we didn't want to go down that road again. Can you blame him? I, I mean, cannot blame right. him at all. We want to. Yeah. Somebody dies in a car accident. You you're gonna go back there again? No. Right. And then they draft somebody else that had something similar happen. I mean, it was it wasn't exactly the same, but it was similar. You know, similar. Yeah. Well, the Eagles got him, I think. Right. Yes. Yeah. At number nine, I believe. Number nine. Number nine. Okay, he, he was drafted number nine. Yes. Little beetle. So thing. tonight we're gonna let's get a uh, offensive tackle, a uh, defensive okay. back, and it's on to Chicago, and let's win there too. <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Kennedy. All right, sir. Well, uh, have a great weekend. Okay. Thank you so much, Wayne, for having me. Um, have a great time with you as always. You have a great weekend, and hopefully, we'll see you next week here on this very station. Don't touch that dial because you don't know where it's been. <laughs> Mike, the actor. All right, Wade. Thanks a lot. Have a great night. You too, buddy. Bye-bye. Bye. Who let him out? That's all I want to know. Okay, the draft is underway. How are the Raiders doing? We're going to find out. And if you're a fan of Cobra Kai or hilarious comedians, either way, you're going to get happy after the top of the hour. Brett Ernst is our guest coming up after 8 this evening. But right away... We'll get with the commission, find out all about this draft and how our Raiders are doing. That's coming up next on the Wayne Coy Show. Hi there, this is Kirby Schofield of Schofield Realty here in Las Vegas. Real estate is always changing. Be it a buyer's market, a seller's market. At Schofield Realty, it's your market. Buying or selling, we have the team and the tools to work the market so it works for you. We are excited that we're on the Wayne Coy Show. Our results blessed us with the Zillow Flex Partnership. 
roughly about two years ago due to our consistent conversion and customer service scores. With conversion, that means we can close, and with our customer service scores, you know you're going to get the best service possible. We're always looking for agents led by mentorship, resources, and experience. We are your guide. Find us, kirby4u.com. That's K-I-R-B-Y, the number four, the letter U, dot com. Kirby4u.com or call 702-766-9538. Again, 702-766-9538. The Klondike Casino is a friendly local spot that features their signature restaurant, the Klondike Grill. Serving up fresh food fast. Open for breakfast, lunch, and dinner just off the 95 freeway on Sunset Road in Henderson. You will find the Klondike Casino, featuring all your favorite games from the Strip in the comfort of a neighborhood casino. You can place a bet at their full-service sportsbook or start your day with a breakfast plate that comes with your choice of potato and toast. Or check us out for lunch or dinner and try one of our many sandwiches, like the popular beer-battered fish sandwich or the Philly cheesesteak. Check out the full menu at klondikesunset.com. Now, back to the Wayne Coy Show. Last night I had this strange dream. Okay, it's draft day. With the seventh pick in the first round of the 2023 NFL Draft, the Las Vegas Raiders select Wayne Coy at the Oakland School of Hard Knocks. The Buffalo Bills are now on And then the I woke up. Tyreek. This is Coach McDaniels. How are you? Are you there with your family? That's great. Well, we're going to turn the pick in here, and you're going to be a Raider. Just wanted to congratulate you. Uh, you're really going to help our football team. Couldn't be more excited to, uh, to make you a Raider here, bud. Welcome to Raider Nation. We're excited. I know they get after the quarterback, and you know I'm excited to do that. Raiders are tough, smart, and dependable, so I feel like I bring that in the defense. Today, I didn't so much yesterday, but that was the phone call that uh, Josh McDaniels and uh, Dave Ziegler made to our number one pick. Did you get a chance to see that, Kamish? Yeah. Whoa. You're you're doing that thing. I am. Now you're not. not Now you're not. You got so excited, maybe that's what it was. So, yeah, uh, you, you saw the phone call? Yeah, yeah, I watched the video earlier today. It was pretty measured. He didn't uh, didn't cry, no tears. I looked like it was all business. He was so iced out. Did you see that? Yeah, yeah, that was a big thing. That I was actually uh, a K's commercial that I think uh, C.J. Stroud was in, and he's like, "Yes, I feel I feel really visible when I have on my my blingity ice." Because boy, they had a lot of blingity ice. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> How, how soft he was, how softly spoken he was. Uh, Ian Coy is with us. Ian, otherwise known as the Commish, probably could have, if you had d- decided to um, take the path, you did not, but had you decided to, you became a rapper instead, but had you decided to go on further your education, get a degree in some sort of law, you would likely be the commissioner of a sport, or at least, if nothing else, you'd be an agent 
or you would be a general manager. I am confident yeah. of that. I'd like to be representing some of these guys. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> hey, I, it should be said, and for the record, none of them have your beard game. So we want to just make sure we're real clear on that. You kind of look like you're sitting in a barber chair right now. I wish I was. Um, I got to get cleaned up. My uh, my little bro is getting ready to get married next month. So I'm going to have to look a little more like a human and less like a caveman. You don't look like a caveman. <laughs> you look like you live in Portland. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So tell me about, uh, well, you don't have to tell me because I predicted it back in, gee, when was it? It must have been, must have been March that I, I said that I thought it would be really cool if the Raiders took. You know, obviously we didn't really know what was going to happen yesterday. And, you know, I'm happy where I landed. I'm happy to be here. I'm really, really excited to kind of get started and start playing some football again. It's been a great experience. I've kind of absorbed everything I've needed to enjoy, you know, you get a million texts, enjoy the moment, enjoy the day, all that stuff. And that's kind of what I've been doing, man. I, I play football. I love football. You know, obviously it's, it's taken me places that I never thought it would. And so at this point, it's about enjoying it. It's about, you know, working as hard as I can, meeting as many people as I can, and just, you know, being a part of the process as much as possible. In case you're wondering who that is, it's... Uh, yeah. Draft day. And the commissioner is making his way to the stage for the announcement. Won't be popular here in Kansas City. They're not big fans of the Raiders as a general rule. Here's the commissioner in Las Vegas. The Indianapolis Colts have traded to the Las Vegas Raiders with the 35th pick in the 2023 NFL Draft. The Las Vegas Raiders select Michael Mayer, tight end, Notre Dame. What? Okay. I cannot hate on that at all. I was kind of hoping, hoping that that would happen, but I thought there was no way because I figured he'd be long gone before we could get to him. Yeah, oddly enough, there were a couple of tight ends taken off the board before he got there, so I think the Raiders were pleasantly surprised. They moved up just a bit to get him. I think it was well worth it. Uh, Mayer set a record at Notre Dame for receptions over his career. It was 180, I think, uh, receptions at Notre Dame. And if you think about their history with tight ends, they've got a lot of them. And sure. him to be the, the best ever, most prolific pass catcher that they've had was huge. Uh, he high points the ball better than Darren Waller, uh, as you may uh, be thinking of now with uh, having gone through that experiment with T-Rex arms, Darren Waller. Uh, I hate to, to hate on the guy because he right. was great. That is so not right. Yeah, yeah, he. It's like if the ball wasn't perfectly on target, he wouldn't go up and get it. I don't. Even I, though he has all the height to go get it. I think his guns are so big, like he can't lift his arms up high enough to right. catch the ball, but... Uh, this guy high points the ball will be a big red zone target, uh, kind of a Jason Witten clone, if you will. Uh, and that's pretty okay with me, considering he's wearing a gold jacket, or will be. Yeah. Thank you, Zen. Jason not Witten? Sure. I think so. I think already in, maybe. I don't yeah. know. I have to check the tape. Okay, so speaking of the tape, I'm watching the highlights from Notre Dame by Mr. Mayor. And uh, he's wearing 87, so that maybe that sort of leads you in that direction. But he earned the nickname Baby Gronk. Baby Gronk, yeah, like it. Yeah, do hey, you, if, does he remind you at all of Rob Gronkowski? Uh, I I don't think. If, uh, I mean, Gronk is so freakishly huge that there's like nobody that really reminds you of Gronk. It really is. It's I see Jason Witten all over his tape, and I'm perfectly okay with that. Probably he was my t- top tight end on the board. Uh, so to get him as with the third or fourth tight end taken, that that was huge. Third. Any surprises? 
in the rest of after we talked to you last night, the uh, you had a chance to digest the first round and then into the second round tonight. Anything that you just saw, you went, wow, how'd that happen? Uh, I think them uh, Tennessee moving up to get Levis was uh, somebody was going to do that at the top of the second round. Uh, it's a great fit. Him in the backfield with Derrick Henry will get huge. And just as an overall, the AFC South has wrecked this draft. I mean, I think they're probably the most improved conference as a whole. Um, or not conference, but division, rather. Mm-hmm. Uh, cool note, Joey Porter Jr. going to Pittsburgh. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. Uh, definitely up on my board, probably the third corner that I had um, in my rankings anyway. Uh, to see him go to Pittsburgh is, is pretty pretty special. Yeah, except we have to play them every now and again. Yeah, yeah. Hey, just as a as a resident currently of Iowa, to see twenty guys out of the Big Ten taking the first sixty two picks was pretty huge. So that that's uh, it's fun fun to watch that uh, that conference every weekend. We live here in uh, in Las Vegas, so it's the answer to what you just said is the big what. Yeah, right. <laughs> the Big Ten, which is like, what, 14 teams? Yeah, now, 16. <laughs> I was going to say, I think there are like 16 in the Big Ten. Um, wh- who's left on the board that's worth our attention for the Raiders, I'm speaking? There's a lot. Uh, I, I So I ha- admittedly have, uh, in preparing for this year, I have not seen the last few picks. Uh, Keely Ringo is the one that really stood out to me as uh, a pick for the Raiders because we do need cornerback help for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was out there. He's probably in in like that next sort of second tier corners that I thought uh, would be a great great uh, move to move up and get him. I know we had a bunch of picks in the draft, so I package a couple of those up and sneak back in. That'd be uh, that'd be worthwhile, I think. Okay, how how uh, in terms of the picks you thought we would make? How are you doing there? Did you get any of them right? Uh, well, I hoped we would get Michael Mayer, so <laughs> uh, that ended up happening. It worked out well. Uh, as we said last night, we got the best four three D end uh, in the draft. Yeah, and then uh, Byron Young from Alabama, who was our uh, our third round pick. Uh, great story with this guy. Uh, he started off at junior college, transferred to Alabama. Um, Worked at famously, well, maybe not famously yet, but will be famously story. Uh, worked at a dollar store, like that's how low recruited the guy was. Uh, so he hey, was don't, not. Don't don't diss the dollar store now. Yeah, I mean, he worked his way up from Dollar Tree to Dollar General to Family Dollar. <laughs> <laughs> now uh, here he, he is. He did all the dollars. Yes, I get it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, that's great. Okay, so who's popping the beer in the uh, in the background there? I heard that. Oh, uh, well, I'm sitting here with the aforementioned little brother that's getting married. Uh, we are in the in his garage right now where we have a podcast from before. Mm-hmm. The I could tell by the ceiling. Yeah, the uh, the uh, yeah, that's that's Da Vinci's like- work right there. You're looking at. Yeah. <laughs> not yeah. not that Da Vinci. I, I, Bobby Da Vinci I, lives there in Burlington. He's a he's a good guy. Line, Bobby. Line up the Nike swoosh behind me. Yeah, but, you know I'm. Comfort over uh, aesthetics well, any a, day. So that's product that's placement. Comfort. So is the beer of choice uh, Bush Light? Always. I mean, that's it's that's uh, what we do in Iowa. Even though it, it's an Anheuser Busch product, and they have taken quite a bit of a hit in the stock market due to uh, Bud oh, Light. As long as the two of you are there, they'll never go out of business. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Bush around here. Yeah, it looms large in your legend. 
Okay, well, we still have uh, second round, and then do they do second and third tonight? Yeah, we're just about done with the third, if not done with the third. Okay, I think so they, they did might. do the third tonight. Okay, I get yep. confused. That's why I need you, because you keep me up to date on all this stuff. So, All right, but I'm just, what is he saying in the background there? Uh, he asked about uh, the co- his comments on Mahomes, and I I didn't hear that. Actually, you know what? We're gonna th- we're gonna throw a curveball here. We're gonna have him discuss. Got this about right one. Now. We got about one minute for Tanner. Right. So, okay. okay. Hi, little brother. How are you? Hey, good. How are you guys? Pretty good. We're doing good. So, what's your thoughts on this draft being the big Raider guy? You are. The uh, big takeaway I had, which I loved, uh, they had Tyree Wilson on, uh, formerly. Uh, Acquired Raider. <laughs> the best thing maybe I've heard throughout the entire draft process. They said, Who are you uh who are you looking forward to sacking? I said, Oh man, Pat Mahomes. I said, Got any comments from Pat Mahomes? He said, Nope, no, I do not. <laughs> <laughs> okay. His, he is uh he is maybe Belichick trained already on Sounds PR. like it, yeah. And, uh, that is- <laughs> and yeah, no comment. And aren't they in Kansas City? Yes, yes. Yeah. Yep. So they tried to uh they tried to hook line and bait him and didn't didn't get him. So I like didn't quite get him, yeah, but boy, could have seen that coming a mile away, right? Well, I I hope uh, I hope the rest of the draft is good. So tomorrow is what, your your bachelor party? Uh that's next uh next Saturday. Next Saturday. Okay. So tomorrow's nothing other than continuing to watch the draft, I guess. That's right. Right. Okay. Well, that's all good. Hey, Tanner, I'll check in with you the next time and let you go first. How's that? Deal. Before Ian hogs all the glory. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> no, no, no. It's okay. You are uh, you are only doing your job, and that's all we can ask. I, essential. Okay. The uh, the commish. That's Ian Coy and brother Tanner, who's with him to kind of take all this in, let it soak in. I will tell you collectively between the three of us, not a whole lot of love for our team at the end of the season. So they are in a redemption period right now, and they're going to have to keep on working to, to get us back to where we used to be. And I think we all know where that is. See you, sir. Thank you for your time and your service. Brett Ernst, you know him, you love him, from Cobra Kai. And, of course, the Strat right here in Vegas. Funny, funny dude. We'll talk to him coming up in just a few. It's the Wayne Coy Show. Live from Las Vegas, this is the Wayne Coy Show. Ladies and gentlemen, he's one of my best friends and one of the best comics in the business. Make some noise for Brett Ernst. What's up, Las Vegas? breakfast in ohio okay two people all in no coffee juice right all in i got the check it was nine dollars 
Well, I was doing the LA math. I'm like, this has got to be a $40, $50 bread. It was $9. Like, I, even, I thought the kid hooked me up. Like, no wonder why these people are fat. Ah, Brad Ernst, welcome to our humble abode. It is so nice to have you here, man. It's good to see you again. Wayne. Yeah, do when you hear that, is that weird? Like to listen back to yourself? Yeah, I'm not a I'm not a fan of myself. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I ask musicians the same question. They're like, please, you know, we we don't even pay attention when you're playing our music. It's hard. It's hard, man. It really is. It's yeah. hard. It's really hard, man. Like right now, I just shot another special, and uh, I'm dreading uh, looking at it. We have to go through the whole process of editing, right? Well, what I do is I allow them to do a pass, and then then I take a look at it because I'll overthink it through the steps, and you know, it's it's. Uh, well, they're your babies. Well, it's it's not even that, man. It's just really uncomfortable, and you know, when when you're shooting a special, there's a uh, there's so many things going through your head. Like a, a nightclub set's always my favorite, you know, yeah. because you don't have to have that technical hat on or remember when you're sitting, when you're standing, you know, all that stuff, man. And, uh, it was through the trial and error process that I, uh, cause I, I self-produced the first two. I saw your name right at the very beginning. Well, I was the, I mean, I was the first, the very first to release a special on YouTube for free. Which, Were you really? Yeah. So, you know, it's, uh, wow, look it's at now, you. it's now the norm. Yeah, well, you know, I was always, uh, I was one of those comics where, like, I embraced the technology where, you know, you get some guys that are going to fight it, but, you know, you got to adapt or die in this business. That's the, right before we went on the air, those were the words that were about to come out of my mouth as it relates to the business I'm in. Yeah. And I can only imagine for you guys, I mean, first of all, COVID shut everything down. But that helped. So For what, that stuff, right? Yeah, well, because what, what you're seeing now, which is pretty cool, and my buddy Nate Jackson, actually, this was his his point. Um, is that you had a lot of kids that were like 17, 18 that were on lockdown and all they did was consume comedy online. Yeah. So now they're 21, 22 and they're coming to shows. You know what I mean? They have your entire set memorized. Yeah. You get, you, we, it, COVID created a lot of, uh, podcast and comedy fans. Yeah. So that's been good. I was in doing the research and you know, that's part of the gig, but I, I, uh, I was surprised by how many podcasts you've done. Uh, you you like it apparently. Well, I guessed it on a bunch. Yeah, I'm 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 about to launch my own, but I have to. Uh, I'm going through the technical problems right now. It's, What's what are the issues? Uh getting a hum on the uh, on the audio, and I built a studio, so it's kind of, you know, just you're here in town, out. yeah, yeah, yeah. I bought I bought a place out here. Okay, so I got a guy. You do? Yeah, I'll make sure he's in the Bay Area right now. He left for the weekend, but when he comes back, absolutely, I'll, I'll I need all the help up. I can get. <laughs> oh, he's he's miraculous. His name's Brian Thomas. He's really good. So you know you, but now as a as an artist, like I said, it's the best time because the, the yeah. internet's our our best friend, man. Yeah, you know. So what we've had to do, or I've had to do, is get used to. I used to say. Um, Watching a DJ on the air is like watching paint dry, you know. And then Stern proved that theory wrong. Mm -hmm. And now, I mean, look at we're we can't help it. There's cameras in the room, you know. Well, I mean, look again. It's it's the best way to do it. Yeah. I mean, Stern though was, you know, he was Stern. He's Stern. I mean, if yeah. if you could do the audio of it, and it would have still been great, it's and still, it was great, and it was. But when you're in the studio now, you're seeing all that stuff going on. Yeah. And then you know he was really the first when he brought E in to do the behind the scenes stuff and. But, you know, comics in general have been on the forefront of all of this internet stuff from, you know, Dane Cook when he started to utilize MySpace yeah. to the podcasts, which were all comics. He to, was big on MySpace, wasn't he? Oh, Dane was Dane. huge. He yeah. was like the first big comic. Well, there was two. Russell 
Russell Peters blew up on YouTube and then, but uh, that was after Dane, but yeah, th- those were, they're, they're, like I said, it's, it's been our best friend that now the problem now is, is that like in the beginning, uh, Facebook didn't have their own streaming service, so you could share your YouTube stuff. But now when yeah. you share YouTube, you're competing with Facebook. So you drop to the algorithm, you know, cause now there's all the algorithms. And then, uh, when Instagram first started, you know, there wasn't that much of an algorithm where like most of your followers would see your stuff. But now if you've noticed you're following certain people, people come up in your feed that you're not following. Right. So it's, it's been like a, uh, not a cat and mouse game, but almost like an Indiana Jones when that big balls rolling. Yeah. Like and that. you're running from it. Yeah. It's, or whack-a-mole a yeah. little bit, you <laughs> yeah. know? Um, Instagram is, uh, the one that I, for whatever reason, late adapter, um, adopter, and I have yet to figure it out. To me, it was just like, well, it's pictures. What are we doing? Well, then you had you had but now the, it's video. Well, you had yeah. Vine that was big at one point, and then you yeah. had uh, Twitter, which you know they they shut down, but then Elon opened back up again, yeah. and then you know, like I said, it's 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 a whack a mole is a better example. Yeah, the things pop up, you hit them, you 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 keep playing this this game with. with I'll never forget my daughter saying to me, she must have been sixteen or seventeen at the time, and she goes, "Dad, Facebook is so yesterday. MySpace is where it's at." <laughs> really yeah it's gone you know look who got well, the last they, they started that for musicians i believe and then comics were able to benefit from it yeah but it's gone i know when i did the vince vaughn tour um we that's were, right you're in the wild west tour we were with faith we were with myspace we were blogging the whole time and yeah. you know then you accumulated all these followers and then it just went away and then vine got bought you know so a lot of times a lot of comics were like gun shy to try and go all in on something because then it just went away yeah and you know it's but facebook's still great for the older demographic you know are you and uh caparulo friends yeah of course john's you, a good friend you ever run into him like at smith's I, we well we went to uh we you know we met for lunch here and i think he, he has every tuesday night at kimmel now yeah and then uh every thursday once a month or something there's there's a great group of comics that are part of that uh the california refugees that came out yes. after uh after COVID, so he was telling me that uh, five years ago, even this wasn't necessarily a breeding ground for comics. It was more a place to stop on your tour, and it was headliners. Well, it still kind of is. I mean, it's a hard place to grow. Yeah, because yeah, I mean, well, you got the the major casinos here. You know, when they're booking their shows, they it, it's not a place. So, like in L.A. and New York, you have what's called showcase clubs. Mm-hmm. So you go to say the Comedy Store. The show starts at nine; it ends at two. And in that time period, you're going to see uh, X amount of comics doing 15 minutes. We would piggyback with each other, yeah. And then, um, then you could like hit the Improv, which was a showcase club, or the Laugh Factory. So you know you're getting you could get two, three spots a night, and you're you know doing 15 minutes, and you you can really grow if you if you hustle around town seven nights a week. Um, New York's the same way with the cellar and, and the stand and, you know, uh, those, the, the Gotham that they have those nights. Is Caroline still there? Caroline's just closed. Ah. Yeah, that just closed. Was it COVID? No, I think it's time to move on. I guess they sold it. Ah. But now, uh, Austin is, is kind of that scene with when Rogan came out there, he just opened up the mothership and then you have, uh, the Creaking Cave, you have the Vulcan and you have a great group of young comics and even established comics that are doing time in Austin. At least three or four sets a night. Yeah. Oh, wow. Chicago's good too, like that. But with Vegas, it's, it's a lot of headliners, you know, so, you know, they're, they're not going to hire Ham and Eggers, 
you know, or yeah. up and coming comics to, to keep headlining. So what you do is you, you'll have them either open for you or middle for you, mm-hmm. um, where they can get those spots, but, uh, they got to bring their A game. You know, you don't, yeah. you're not going to go to, you know, a, a major casino club and start sure. working out material. Oh, Cause Alonzo Bowden is right outside in the hallway. Uh, well, yeah. He will be there. Well, I mean, again, Alonzo, that, well, that's the other difference. When you're in LA and New York, Alonzo's bringing you up or you're bringing him up. Yeah. And you got to figure out how to follow that. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. He's one of my favorites, man. Me too. Yeah. Guy's a genius. So we you- used to do a show every Tuesday in LA. It was a big show. It was called Dublin's. And Alonzo would always go up at the end. It would be, it was Dane. It, Dane was like the, the big guy there, but then Alonzo would always close it out and just sit on that stool. And do like that's what he thirty does. minutes. He of riffs just, like a jazz oh, musician. He's great. Yeah, I, I would say him, Ian Bag, um, Jimmy Brogan. You know yeah, Jimmy, right? Sure do. He, he's your era. Yes, he is. Um, he's your else? accent, but he's my era. Uh, Butch Bradley. Butch Bradley does great crowd work. Steve Byrne can can construct the whole act in the moment. Um, those guys are great, man. Yeah. Now you get a chance to see Butch up close and personal if you want. Another to. guy, Rick Ingram at the Comedy Store. That kid is just known for criminal. Yeah, I, I, me and Butchie work at the same place, but we've been friends forever, man. Right. But I'm saying, if you want to catch his set, it's not hard to do. No, you not at all. Just show up on an off night. Not at all. Right? Yeah. If I'm in town, are the crowds different in Vegas depending on the night? Oh, 100. percent Every night's different. That's what I love about it, because you know they're from everywhere. Yeah. So it's not just one demographic. And, you know, a lot of times they can get drunk, they get rowdy. So you got to learn to control it. And, you know, it's, it's a great, great place as a headliner to, to really work. Has anybody ever crossed that line where you've just been like, okay, we got to get this person out of here? Cause it, um, the staff does a good job of policing it. They I mean, do? yeah, there's a difference between heckling and being disruptive. Yeah. You know, when, when you're really disruptive, you're asked to leave. And rightfully so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. mean, you, and you see it more and more. And you know, it's funny. It's not the kids. It's people my, like 40 and up that are acting like this. Couple beers in them. It's they an amateur act, night. They act crazy. They act crazy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Hey, what's a, is there a region of the country that comes to Vegas and is a little uh, rowdier? Nah, no. It's, it's all the same. Canadians, I mean, of course, but besides that. Well, okay. <laughs> Um, there's a, uh, nah, you, you never know where, where they're coming from, Yeah, you know? And you know, it's crazy too. I, I always tell co- comics before me, like, don't, don't, don't talk to them up front because they, you know, they all want to shout out where they're from or their sports teams or they're getting married or that's a birthday or, you know, and they, yeah. and they just, it just popcorns if it's, if there's a lot, a lot of people in the room. How much of that is the fact that, uh, again, you had COVID, so you had people watching a lot of comedy on TV to them, it's almost like they're watching TV when they're there sometimes. It's just people being drunk and, and you know. Yeah. In Vegas. Can you imagine? Yeah, I know. Hey, so you worked with Artie Lang. Yeah. Uh, what was that experience like? On Beer League? Well, yeah. I, I know I know an Artie a long time, man. Uh, and Artie's the type of dude to give you the shirt off his back. I've heard that. Uh, great guy. Yeah. Uh, you know, he's a Jersey guy. We're both uh, Italian and German. So yeah. uh, we had that connection. But uh to me, Artie is, you know, that beer league is 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 a uh, cult classic. That's a Comedy Central favorite. Yeah, uh, yeah. beer league, uh, what, Grandma's Boy. Uh huh. That's they're all in that. That I that don't know genre. that I've seen Grandma's Boy with Nick Schwartz in. And, no, uh, oh, it's great. I like Nick. It's great. It's about video game testers. Jonah Hill's in it. Oh, it's got to be good then. Yeah, it's uh, Sandler produced it. Okay, but it's one of those like where college college kids watched it and. Right. Quote it, you know. What's the one with Chappelle that's always on? Oh, um, about the weed. Yeah. Uh, Neil Brennan and uh, directed it and wrote it with him. 
That's the one they uh, and Jim Brewer's in it. Uh, yes. What is that called? You think we'd know this as many times as it's it been called? on? We oh, were, half baked. Half baked. That's half-baked. right. Yeah. Yeah. So that's on all the time. Office space. Yeah, that's a great right. one. Is that a goal to get My into? Judge. For you guys to like get into something that's always going to live forever because it's just got that thing. I mean, it's like you, you can't plan on it. I mean, of course, that's everybody wants that. I mean, you know, if, yeah. if, if people know who you are, then then your ticket sales go up. Right. That's all. That's all that matters. I remember Harlan Williams telling me he goes, you know, it doesn't matter what else I do, I did that, and yeah. so because of that, I will always be able to work. You, you know, know? I, for twenty six years I've been here doing it, and. uh I never, I, I was, I didn't think I would be a part of something like Cobra Kai. You know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, that's that's a cool thing to be a part of. Yeah. Well, but you roll the dice on, well, you don't really roll the dice. You just go in and then whatever happens, happens. I mean, when, when you're working your way up, you, you, you just take anything and then hope, you know, it keeps going so you can make money and then stay on the road and, sure. and sell tickets. That's all that matters. Or do you like being on the road? I love it. I love it. I always have. Yeah. Yeah. I was a nomadic kid though. Like I went to 15 schools. I always moved around. Yeah. I, I watched your, your, uh, your, well, more than a few times going into your childhood a little bit. And, and you and I have a lot of like very similar, uh, you know, cause I didn't have a dad around either. Mom was an alcoholic. We moved around all the time. Mm. You learn to make friends pretty quick. Yeah. Well, you know? good thing my mom wasn't an alcoholic. Yeah. Well, that's that. I, I thank God every day that, that, you know, she she was uh, did the right thing and was always you know yeah. putting us first, but yeah no it it uh, it helps it helps a lot when you're uh, when you get into comedy, and you know what else helps is sports. Yep. If you play team sports, um, you know you learn how to take the beating or uh, compete with your friends, so to speak. Mm-hmm. You know, because um, it, it, you get a lot of people that that they always have their eyes on someone else's plate, and I've been fortunate enough never to do that. Because you, you didn't know. have to. Well, you know, it's I, I was whatever I got, I got, and I got to deal with it. Yeah. And uh, you know, comedy is more like golf, where you're competing against yourself. Mm-hmm. And there are, I know, I mean, again, I know a lot of my friends that are not good at that. Like they'll see somebody get something and it, and it bothers them, and yeah. I'm like, why? What, what does this got to do with you? There is a lot of jealousy I've found. It's it's more of a competitive jealousy as opposed to uh, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I've met the comics that are quick to slam another comedian. They love you know? it. Yeah, they love it. And um, you know, I'm, I'm very fortunate that I'm not built that way. We're all fortunate. Thank you. <laughs> well, no, I'm saying like <laughs> yeah. you know, I, I don't, I don't look at what other people have. I never did. Yeah. You yeah. know, and and again, it helps when you grow up with nothing and you're used to just whatever you got. You're yeah, thankful yeah. for. Right. And it doesn't mean that you have to be content. It means more. Uh, Weren't you talking about? I didn't even know I was poor. Right. Well, at the time I, you didn't know. Um. No, I knew. Oh, you did. <laughs> yeah, that's not me. Oh, okay. But there's. I've heard a bunch of comics say that. Yeah, I, I. I know. I thought you had said that. No. No, I know. I know. <laughs> I knew very You're much. Like, so. Very painfully yeah, obvious. Two, 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 me, I, me and my two brothers are in one room. Yeah. Sharing couches. You know. You know that's not the norm. But. Yeah. Well, I just learned what you could or couldn't buy with food stamps. You know? <laughs> so there you go. All right, we want to talk about this great TV show of yours uh, that is just. Uh, Got a life of its own. So we'll take a quick break and then Cobra Kai conversation, if you're good with that. Uh, Absolutely. When we come back. In times of economic uncertainty and chaos, your money means nothing. You may not even be able to get it from your bank or ATM. And the money you do have in the stock market will go down and down. 
What you can bank on is gold and silver. Gold and silver have been a reliable and trusted form of currency for thousands of years. Gold and silver have never been worth zero, and typically gold holds its value during economic turmoil. Call the gold hotline now and learn how to protect your money and your assets with gold and silver. And learn how to set up a new IRA or roll over your current one into a gold-backed IRA. Protect your money from the next market crash with gold and silver. Call now for your free gold guide. 800 557 7921. 800 557 7921. 800 557 7921. Buying or selling, we have the team and the tools to work the market so it works for you. We are excited that we're on the Wayne Coy Show. Our results blessed us with the Zillow Flex partnership roughly about two years ago due to our consistent conversion and customer service scores. With conversion, that means we can close. And with our customer service scores, you know you're going to get the best service possible. We're always looking for agents led by mentorship, resources, and experience. We are your guide. Find us. Kirby4U.com. That's K-I-R-B-Y, the number four, the letter U, dot com. Kirby4U.com or call 702-766-9538. Again, 702-766-9538. Now back to the Wayne Coy Show. Well, we'll have to play that in a, in a few minutes. Didn't do what it was supposed to do. Cobra Kai is what we want to talk about with Brett Ernst, who's our guest in studio this evening. Brett, again, thank you for coming by. How did this uh, come about? How did you become Louie? Hi, uh, is the mic on? It is now. How, how long you been doing radio? <laughs> yeah, 40 years. That's okay. This button. <laughs> yeah, like I said, I got your podcast handled for sure. Yeah. No, you know what happened is we hang watch. Watch what will happen. Here. As soon as I go to hit it. No, it didn't work. All right. The law in uh, radio is as soon as something breaks down and you call the engineer and he comes in to fix it, it will work before he fixes uh, it. Of course. That's, That's it how it always works. Right. It's like that when, when you have a girl and, and you can't find something. She comes in the room, finds it right away. Yeah, I don't know how that happens. Just yelled it, yells it from the other room. What did I find? It's in the drawer. So Cobra Kai, how'd you how'd you get in the mix for that? Um, they they just uh, it was a I had audition, but they they uh, requested me. Okay, and it really did help because uh, I was actually in Asbury Park working that week, and I was doing a theater down there, and um, I was I was in New Jersey that whole week. And basically, uh, being around everybody that talked that way, uh, I was able to, uh, it was weird. I didn't even look at the audition until I was on the plane because I had to get off. I mean, I read it and then I was like, this is a show about the karate kid, but I didn't know all the details because I was just, yeah, I was just so focused on, on doing the show on Saturday. So Sunday I read it and then I had the audition on Monday. So when I got off the plane, I just went right, right to the studio and I auditioned and, you know, I, I had my accent back a little just by being also around it everybody. Helped <laughs> it helped a just lot. Just coming from there. And then I was also wearing my buddy as, uh, uh, owns JR's Bar and Grill in Seaside Heights. Okay. And, um, 
I was wearing, uh, you know, the Maruka's pizza shirt. I just, I just got right off the plane. Went you to were the all jerseyed out. I was, yeah. And then, you know, I, I just delivered it normal, yeah. you know, and, uh, and they just, you know, they liked it and then you test for it. And then, then I got it, but I, I, I didn't know the full details until I got there. I mean, I learned once I got the role and I remember showing up on set and me and Dan Adute, who plays Anoush, my partner at the, yeah. at the car dealership, we both get on set and uh, we had met in passing before because he was a stand-up as well. But we were both like, this is crazy. And then our first scene is when Johnny and, and Daniel meet for the first time on camera. Yeah. At the car dealership. Which you would have heard here a minute ago. Oh, was that, was that was what you were going to <laughs> yeah. play? There, Try it. part of it. Yeah. I, <laughs> See well, if you can get it. Okay. We just rebooted because that's usually the magic of, of all of this is to reboot. You know what happened is as soon as we turned the camera on, it turned this thing off. So I apologize for that. But yeah, it's in here. It's part of the of the montage. I spent like, you know, 20 minutes getting getting ready for you tonight. And then uh, now I'm disappointed. But let's see. See if we have it. Here we go. Yeah, maybe. Talking about Jungle Fever, the movie. John Totoro says that to, uh, what's his name? The black guy with the tax problems, kills all the vampires. Blade. I appreciate the parental advice, Louis, but I don't think threatening a teenager is the go-to move here, okay? That's the guy you went to high school with, right? This son of a bitch disrespected our family name. Louis, relax. No, don't tell me to relax. I thought this was cute at first. This isn't funny. This is personal. What are we going to do about this? Oh, yeah, we got to get him a shirt. Means you're part of the team. What else you need? Business cards? Uh, tote bag? How about monogram cufflinks? Hey, kid, relax. We're just breaking balls. Look, I get it. I used to be the new guy around here. You're trying to take initiative, get noticed. All right, here's what you need to do. Every Wednesday, someone has to rotate the cars in the showroom. Keep the inventory fresh. Now, you see that Porsche 911 over there? It's a butte, right? Well, the boss has been wanting to move it up front by the windows. You think you can handle that? For sure. Yeah, I can do it. Okay. Oh, and then, of course, uh, that didn't go over very well. No. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, the first season, I was kind of like, you know, the jerk-off Yeah. And I was getting yeah. him in trouble and, you know, and then uh, and then finally, you know, season three, I get to redeem myself. Yeah. After setting Johnny's car on fire and ratting my cousin out. Have you found <laughs> that people uh, – I liked you up on the billboard. I thought that was uh, some good uh, – some good situational acting right there. Thanks. Where'd the where'd the poop come from? I don't know if they ever answered that. He said I step in dog crap and Yeah. He well, said, How did dog crap get up here? It was a person. <laughs> oh, was it? Yeah, that was ah, that was the, it was the thing. Radio. Not, yeah. not so quick. <laughs> okay, now I get it. So he was stepping in human crap. I understand. Okay. So um when you got that part and you auditioned and you said that was the very first scene. Well when we when we were on set and they both sh- showed up. And again, I had met them individually. Were you tripping? Like, yeah, I was looking at, at Dan going, you know, holy, what the? It was surreal. And again, because that movie was such a big part of my childhood. Sure. I mean, you know, being an Italian American from New Jersey, and then moving to Florida was kind of like the same thing with a single mom. And yeah. believe it or not, there was a lot of similarities between Daniel's mom and my mom. Really? Yeah. Well, with the whole innocent. Remember when they're pushing the station wagon? Yep. She's like, hi, boys, and they're making fun of her, and yeah. she don't even realize it. Right. That's exactly how my mom would, would be <laughs> and is. Yeah. Very na- na- very naive to situations sometimes. Sure. I can be that way as well. I think it's a parent thing, you know? But, it, you know, to be a, to, to see that in there and yeah. to be a part of it, it was pretty cool, man. And then to be part of that whole canon. I like how they kind of flipped the, the script a little bit. I mean, I guess you needed to do that, right? 
where, you know, Danny ends up being the man, right? And uh, the guy who you think is going to be, we all root for that, I think. That whoever the homecoming king is, the best athlete in the school, right. the best actor in the class, whatever. We just hope that they'll fall down and bruise themselves up a little bit. Well, the, the thing that was cool, too, is now, you know, they, they were playing it for both sides because now, you know, Daniel is somewhat can be the bad guy or the antagonist without knowing. Yeah. And Billy can be the hero or Johnny can be the hero without knowing. And, you know, that it was pretty cool. And I, I like where it's progressed now. Yeah. How many seasons? I guess you can't predict that, right? Well, six. This is the final one. Oh, is it really? Yeah. I did not know this. Yeah, so we, we I think they're going to start shooting soon. Um, but, but you have no idea what's going to happen, right? None. No. I'm okay. not in the writer's room. You know, right. I wish. Right. If so, I'd suggest I get killed on the show. It'd be great. Would you, would you like that? season? Yeah, to go out yeah. <laughs> like 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 a savage. But you wouldn't. You'd you'd fall off the billboard or something. So right? yeah. Well, I don't know. I just hope I get involved in more of the physical altercations. Yeah, but the now. thing is, if you get killed off and there's ever a reunion or they bring it back again, yeah, I then, guess you're right. You know, well, maybe I just get hit by a car because that'd be ironic. It's temporary. You know? Yeah, it would be. <laughs> it would be very ironic. <laughs> so what's next for you? I mean, you you love stand up, right? I mean, yeah, it's I just, always going to be part of your life. It's 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 my first love. My only. It's my you know everything's parallel. So, you know, you, you keep auditioning, and if something else comes up, that's great. But stand-up is, you know, I just shot a new special, March 2nd in New York. I already shot it. Oh, wow. I produced it with Pete Davidson. So hopefully we'll find a home for that. Tell me about him. Keep keep moving. Just keep moving forward. Great kid, man. Is Boss, he? Oh, God. What what a great guy, man. Really is. Funny kid, too. He seems so aloof. And I, I'm just like, is that real or, you know? Um, I don't know. I mean, you what's know, the movie he made where he's in the basement, which is kind of basically based on his real life? It's uh, about the Staten Island one. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. It's Staten Island Kings. Thank you. So our research department. And then uh, <laughs> that movie, uh, that movie's kind of autobiographical. And but you know, uh, the crew of guys that I'm friends with in comedy, from you know Burr to him to Paul Verzi to Sebastian Maniscalco, yeah. like you know, uh, there's a nice guy. We have a, a whole great. Because we all we all came up together, but I knew Pete when he was younger. You know what I mean? Because like you know, a kid to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was all you know, just always a cool kid, man. Right. He really is. He's a great kid, man. Well, you're blessed with well, the, great man now. He's he's an adult now, but I'm sure at, you know, and uh, and seems to always uh, be in a relationship with somebody. Well, that's that's part of his appeal. I mean, you I know, guess so he's yeah. he's that cool. Um, <laughs> you know, you've done well in the fact that I think you don't look your age, so. You could continue to get parts, I think, for 15, 20 years younger than you really are, which is nice. Yeah. Baby but, face. But I, I'll go in for parts where that I'm older than that they think I'm too young for. So, oh. you know, because those, those older guys, you know, the dad roles and stuff like that, you know, you th- there's those? a lot of those. Yeah, of course. You do? You <laughs> yeah. want to be a dad? I don't care. Yeah, yeah, man. I mean, hey, if I can get on another series and, and, and uh, sure. stay three, four episodes and yeah. You'd be all about I'll it. I'll be all about it. So how does it work? Because you're living in Vegas, uh, performing in Vegas weekly. If you get that job, if you're in, let's say you got a film, um, do you just tell the club, hey, I'll be back, but I got to go? Yeah, yeah. And I they're mean, understanding. They, they under, of course, yeah. because it, it feeds it, it feeds each other. Sure. You know, so there is that, well, you know, you were in stand-up too. Yeah. Uh, there, there is that, yeah, that loyalty to a lot of the clubs and, you know, and uh, but they understand. I mean, you know, they, they you have to. Yeah. 
because again, you know, you, you go away, you come back, and if it's a hit, then it, it all that fills does in help the more, club. more seats. Yeah, right. but I've been friends like the guys that I work with at the LA Comedy Club. I've known them fifteen years minimum. Wow. You know, and that's the people at the Strat. That's the people yeah. at, the, at the LA Comedy Club at the Strat. I think when I met you, you were upstairs. That's when, because they, they were building the new room downstairs. It's beautiful. Yeah, it's a great room. Really like it a lot. Yeah. So, who's coming? Can you give us any kind of hints as to who might be on their way, or do you not at the club? Yeah, or do you uh, not pay no, attention? I don't. I have no idea. Do you ever like look at the listings and go, nah. "Oh, he's coming"? Or well, she's I coming. mean, like a lot of my friends when they come to town, they'll hit me up. But then a lot of times I'm out of town because, like, I'm in Boca Raton next weekend, and then the weekend after that, I'm in Arizona, and then the weekend after that, I'm in San Diego. Whoa! So you know, yeah. I, but and that's what's great about Vegas. This airport goes everywhere. That's one of the things we talked about when we uh, when we decided. To, well, my wife's company relocated here, and then I lost my gig doing the morning show in the bay area so it was like well might as well go to vegas well mm -hmm. the beauty is if you do need to go someplace you can get there from here it doesn't matter where it is right anywhere in the world it's kind of convenient it's easy yeah i mean even better than la i think yeah la is god that's rough yeah that's the face you make by the way oh it's when crazy you, when you man. park at LAX. I, I would i would uh you know even to get the the car to get your car yeah, that little tram takes forever, and then you're stuck in traffic going around. I mean, I, the the longest I clocked was two and a half hours from off the plane to get to my car one time. That's crazy. Now but, you, but you lived there, right, for a while. I lived there for over almost twenty years. Yeah, yeah. So, I got past. I was at the comedy store in '99. I got passed in 2000. Okay. So that that was my home club uh, for 18 years, 19 years. Man, I loved it there, man. So you would Burbank whenever you could. Right, everybody I know that Southern California they right. fly into Burbank if they can. If they're coming to Vegas, it's an easy it's an easier ride. Is it? Yeah, yeah. way easier. But you know, if you got a the Burbank doesn't you don't want to get two layovers going to right going to Dallas. That's you know what the I mean? only problem. So yeah. those LAX the, those are a lot more directs. How many uh, friends says with air quotes? How many uh, people hit you up to say because you're here now? Hey, you know, I was coming because that happened to us. All of a sudden, people we hadn't heard from in years mm -hmm. came out of the woodwork you well know. my friends when they perform here will hit me up like steve byrne was on at kimmel's last night because he does a residency once a week there yeah so he'll fly in and do his show and then i know burr's coming in town but i'm out of town um but yeah i mean you know you the, usually they're they're taken care of yeah but that's oh, oh, that's oh you're talking about regular friends i'm talking about regular <laughs> friends yes yeah no nah, they 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 hit me up when they're coming sure out. they do they're always like you got any hookups uh -huh. but you know they're italian that's that's what we do right They'll call you, Italians do that a lot. They'll call you and be like, hey, yo, I'm coming in town. There's like a little game we play, a charade. Yeah. It'd be like for tickets. You sure. Like they'll call you up and go, hey, um, uh, you how do I get tickets? And that's code that for, means, can you hook me up? Can you get me tickets? But then they'll say, I'll buy them. Then it's like, then why are you calling me? Like, did you call Billy Joel when he was in town? <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> and then, then you're like, yo, don't worry about it. I'll take care of the tickets. And they're like, I don't need it. And then they come mm. there. And then, then they'll like over tip or, you know, there, there's sure. always, there's a little charade that goes yeah. on. Or they'll buy like a hundred dollars in merch. How, oh, just to take care of you? Just to take care of me. But yeah. you know. You're like, just give me the hundred. Yeah. They well, take 20% of this. Well, yeah. yeah. Then I can't do that because yeah. then that makes me look bad. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. yeah sure. You know what I mean? Hey, how, how close is Jersey Shore or was Jersey Shore to? Not close at all. No? No. That's all caricature? Um, I mean, those guys are real. They're just club guys. Almost all of the cast didn't even live in New Jersey. Really? Yeah. New Yorkers? Uh, Connecticut, uh, upstate New York, I think. Rhode Island. What? They're great kids. I mean, like, 
Paulie D's great, great DJ. Um, yeah. You know, they were, you know, but th- there was a club scene, and but that's anywhere. Sure. I mean, if you did it in Miami, you could do it's the same, same, same thing. Clubbing, working out, cologne, you know, <laughs> gym tan laundry. I was going to say, gym tan laundry, you right. Know? But that was a club scene back then, you know. Mm-hmm. Where's Joe Rogan from? Uh, Boston area. Okay. And you did his podcast. Um, in the beginning, I was in, uh, I, there was one time I couldn't make it and, uh, it, it just went so big. I mean, you know, it's been hard. And now that he's in Austin. So no, I haven't. I've done. Uh, haven't? Okay. I mean, he's talked about me numerous times on there. Sure. But Joe's it- a great guy, man. Joe, you know, Joe, what Joe has done for comedy and comics is unbelievable. It's, it's probably bigger than when, you know, the tonight show being on the tonight show. Mm-hmm. Like you get on that podcast, it's bigger than that. Yeah, and you know he he he's he's always been comic friendly. Like I even heard at his club now, he's he's taking care of them. He has like health insurance programs for them. Really, Joe Joe. I mean, again, well, he comes from there, so well he oh, from the comedy stand up yeah. world. Yeah, yeah. Joe uh, was you know at the store for there was that twenty years of dark period at the store where nobody came, mm-hmm. and Joe again was doing all that stuff for the internet before we really even knew what it was going to be yeah and you know he created another medium uh just stratosphere i think he was listed as one of the most powerful guys in media one of he may be the most powerful guy in media. and when you when you meet him he's just i mean when you think of all his accomplishments i mean you know the guy's been the best at everything he's ever tried he seems extremely principled too like he, very disciplined like, like he's got a, uh, a a belief system he's got faith and he's kind of a no BS sort of guy. He, like he's he, real. He's a very, uh, very. Uh, it, when you're around him, and you know, you, you forget that this guy was the, I guess, the full contact karate champion. I know he was a world ranked pool player. Uh, was on a syndicated show. Okay. Um, hosted Fear Factor. Yeah. Then created the podcast. I think you know hosted UFC. Um, ha- owns on it. He's just a. Guy. He was on Friends too, wasn't he? No, he was on News Radio. News Radio. That's that's right. where he had a, he had a regular yeah. uh, sh- uh, character there. But yeah. and he's an amazing stand-up. And and you know, like I said, he's just you. F- when when you talk to him and he's a friend of yours, you, you forget all that. But you know. To be around a guy like that is, you know, I was very thankful too to be at the comedy store mm-hmm. because, you know, I ended up meeting some of the best guys in, in stand up, becoming friends with them. Um, Didn't Cap Rulo work there? Cap was there forever. Cap yeah. was a door guy there. That's what he was talking about. Yeah. Cap, said- Cap has one of my favorite stories ever. Okay. Where he was, I mean, when I tell you, we were all downstairs and this is when he was working the door. Yeah. And he, went up in the belly room and when i tell you we were in the hallway and we heard him we we didn't know it was so loud up there he was killing so hard yeah and then uh he came downstairs and we were like yo what you know what dude that was amazing yeah. and then then he goes uh he goes yeah but the toilet overflowed <laughs> did he tell you the story yeah that he had to go clean up he's mopping the after he's he mopping the stage. floor and everybody's coming out of the show telling him what a good job he had, he did yeah he's like thanks he, he thanks said, he goes this is not my pee <laughs> he's like thanks <laughs> dude uh, another favorite story of mine is my buddy sam tripley was in the main room one night and i mean he crushed got a standing ovation but he was a, a valet at the standard okay. hotel across the street so and you know they didn't really dress like valets. They they wore regular clothes. So he didn't sta- have the coats. 
Huh? No, they, 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 well, it was like a trendy place. Okay. So he's standing there and this producer comes up to him and says, Hey, I saw you last night at the comedy store. You were amazing. Here's my card. He's like, Are you staying at the hotel? He's like, Nah, dude. I'm parking, I'm your, parking car. your car. <laughs> then he got the ticket. He ran. Uh. And then he gave it to somebody else to pull it around. I have so many of uh. those. Like, I was delivering pizzas at like 32, man. Really? Yeah, bro. I remember the first time I was on TV. Um, I did a thing for the best damn sports show and I remember that. I, and I was waiting to, 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 to get on or whatever. So Tom Arnold, I, right? Wasn't yeah, he? Tom yeah. Arnold. There was like a bunch of them yeah. and, uh, who else was, oh yeah, don't, whatever. Yeah. Uh, so I'm delivering the pizzas. We were all going to watch it at the pizzeria and then I'm, I, we were slammed. So I had to deliver the pizza and I was driving a 97 Ford Escort. Okay. And it couldn't make lefts. It would stall out. It's a true story. <laughs> so if I had to go here, I had to make like four rights in order Just to get to there. catch up, yeah. So I figured, you know what? I'm not going to be able to see it. I bring the pizza to the door. As the guy's opening the door, you see me walking on. From the distance. From the, from the TV. Yeah. And Did you say, excuse me, that's me? Well, no. He looked at, he, he, he looked at that and then looked at me. And the look on his face was like, you know... Uh. How cool and how disappointing at the same time. He thought he was being punked is what happened. Well, right? what I did was I uh, I just sat in the living room and watched it with him. He yeah. didn't laugh once. And then I just jumped in my car and made like four four rights and got out of there. <laughs> I put all four cylinders to the floor. I love it. Didn't make any left turns. <laughs> I had to get out. All right. Well, we want to come see you again. You're at the Strat. What nights are you there, Brett? Every Tuesday and Wednesday at 10 o'clock, unless there's a scheduling conflict. But yeah, I'm I'm there all the time. All right. And Cobra Kai, there's still going to be another season. Right. We start shooting in a couple weeks or maybe the next two weeks. So don't die. Well, now that you said it, yeah, I don't want to now. I want to see you on the reunion special. (laughs) You're right. I forgot about that. Yeah, you got to do those. Okay. Well, uh, please come back, would you? Absolutely, I mean, you're my neighbor now. Yeah. If it's open door, I'm in. Uh, Yeah. Anytime, anyplace, anywhere. Okay. Thank you, sir. No, thank you, buddy. Brett Ernst. Hi there. This is Kirby Schofield Realty here in Las Vegas. Real estate is always changing. Be it a buyer's market, a seller's market. At Schofield Realty, it's your market. Buying or selling, we have the team and the tools to work the market so it works for you. We are excited that we're on the Wayne Coy Show. Our results blessed us with the Zillow Flex partnership roughly about two years ago due to our consistent conversion and customer service scores. With conversion, that means we can close. And with our customer service scores, you know you're going to get the best service possible. We're always looking for agents led by mentorship, resources, and experience. We are your guide. Find us. Kirby for you.com. That's K-I-R-B-Y, the number four, the letter U.com. Kirby for you.com or call 702-766-9538. Again, 702-766-9538. I am Sheldon, the owner of Solid Motor Cars. I've spent over 30 years in the retail car business. It is all about the vehicles, but more than that, It's about the people. And my team and I are proud to bring to you what we believe is the finest experience in buying a pre-owned car. With great credit, we can get super low interest rates. But if you've had some challenges, we're experts in that field, and we can get almost anybody approved. Come down to Solid Motor Cars and take a look at our vehicles. They come with a six-month, 6,000-mile warranty. So when you get a vehicle from Solid Motor Cars, you can feel confident 
then that vehicle is a quality, properly reconditioned vehicle that will serve you and your family for years to come. So for all your automotive needs, whether it's a new car, truck, or SUV, or if it's repairs, service, and maintenance, solid wheels, solid deals, solid people. Coming down to meet the crew, my name's Sheldon. I'm the owner here. I'd love to help you any way that I can. 3024 East Fremont Street, 702-820-1444. Do you use the expensive blue or yellow pills to charge your sex life? Are you thinking about it? What if we can promise you the same results for less than $3 a pill? If you're paying $20 a pill for the other pills, you're getting taken to the cleaners. Our pills deliver the exact same results for less than $3. You'll save more than $16 a pill for the same results. And right now, radio callers will get 44 blue or yellow pills for $120 with free discreet shipping. You can save more than $700 off pharmacy prices. Charge your sex life now and save a ton of money. Call now and get your 44 pills and save over $700 and qualify for free shipping. Stop overpaying and call right now. Paid for by Steel Man Pills. 800-431-9102-800-431-9102-800-431-9102. That's 800-431-9102. Are you worried about your taxes? Okay, so I'm talking to those of you out there that have not filed in a few years with the IRS or state. It's time to get worried, and here's why. The IRS is getting back from their own COVID lockdown, and they're hiring more enforcers, and they're going to come after people that owe taxes. So if you're a 1099 worker, and maybe you just plain forgot to file your taxes, you need to call the professionals right now at the tax helpline. They are experts at knowing the tax regulations, and their goal is to help you pay as little as possible. Call right now and get a 100% free tax evaluation. Remember, before the IRS knocks on your door, knock on our door. If you owe $10,000 or more in back taxes, make this free call right now. Call taxes 321 now at 800-203-3517. 800-203-3517. That's 800-203-3517. My name is Michael Stefanski, and I am the owner and founder of Sin City Custom Suits, custom clothing concierge. I help gentlemen get into clothes that fit them like they're supposed to, that they pick out themselves, and we craft together. 600 different suit fabrics to pick from, about 40 measurements to make sure the suit's going to fit you right. Then we decide, do you want two buttons on the front, three buttons on the front, how many on the sleeve, do you want like a custom photo lining for the side of your jacket, any number of different things that you can think of. This is all about what do you want? And and when you ask guys, what do you want? They don't know because they've never given been given the option before. Because I help men look as absolute best as they can. It's transforming people's lives. If you've never had a suit that fits you right, you have no idea how much confidence it gives you. That's the important part. 702-767-2478. Instagram at Custom Suit Guy. Sin City Custom Suit Is your dog suffering from a sensitive stomach? Hi, it's Kelly the Cookie Lady from Mooch's Munchies. Our dogs had super sensitive tummies and I needed to find a low-fat treat that wouldn't give them gas or other issues. Most of the treats on the market were loaded with fillers, chemicals, and chicken fat. Many of them weren't even food. 
Well, I knew I could do better, so I developed Mooch's Munchies, and I'm happy to be able to share them with you. Stop by our store or our website, moochesmunchies.com, and find out why we say that Mooch's Munchies are totally possum. Hey, listen to this. Share Life Vacations has a special treat for you. It's a free three-day, two-night getaway to either magical Orlando or exciting Las Vegas. It's your choice. Absolutely no strings attached. Share Life will also include a second vacation to your choice of over 30 additional popular resort destinations. Now, we can't give everyone a fantastic prize package like this, so to make it fair, we're going to ask you a trivia question. You get it right, you'll win it all. Are you ready? Okay, here we go. This movie is about a British Secret Service agent who is frozen in time in the 1960s. Was that movie Austin Powers' International Man of Mystery? Press 1. Diamonds are forever. Press 2. Lethal weapon. Press 3. Got it? Well, then call 855-301-8586. 855-301-8586. That's 855-301-8586. Do you love watching television? If you're on a fixed budget, you need to make this free call right now to DISH and find out how you can get a fixed monthly price to watch all the television you want for three full years. In addition to a three-year price guarantee, you can also get free monthly movie rentals. They give you one free movie rental every month. That's a $165 value, yours free. Plus, get free in-home tech visits, no-cost equipment replacements, a free voice remote, and you can watch commercial-free TV. Even access all your favorite apps to stream like Netflix, Amazon Prime, YouTube, and more. Now is the perfect time to call Dish. Take advantage of the three-year price guarantee, save yourself some money, and all your equipment is free. Call right now. 800-586-4206. 800-586-4206. That's 800-586-4206. I am Sheldon, the owner of Solid Motor Cars. I've spent over 30 years in the retail car business. It is all about the vehicles, but more than that, it's about the people. And my team and I are proud to bring to you what we believe is the finest experience in buying a pre-owned car. With great credit, we can get super low interest rates. But if you've had some challenges, we're experts in that field, and we can get almost anybody approved. Come down to Solid Motor Cars and take a look at our vehicles. They come with a six-month, 6,000-mile warranty. So when you get a vehicle from Solid Motor Cars, you can feel confident that that vehicle is a quality, properly reconditioned vehicle that will serve you and your family for years to come. So for all your automotive needs, whether it's a new car, truck, or SUV, or if it's repairs, service, and maintenance, solid wheels, solid deals, solid people. Coming down to meet the crew, my name's Sheldon. I'm the owner here. I'd love to help you any way that I can. 3024 East Fremont Street, 702-820-1444. Live from Las Vegas, this is the Wayne Coy Show. Hey, man, that was a uh, fun hang with Brett Ernst. Don't forget you can check him out at the Strat a couple times a week, and you'll see him, of course, on your TV, Cobra Kai, where he will not die. We've, we've assessed that. I think that's a good idea. Hang around. Live forever. All right, so somebody who hasn't lived forever, and unfortunately we uh, we had to say goodbye to him uh, just uh, in the last day. A guy you might remember from your TV if you've been around. Jerry, Jerry, Jerry. I am the 
grandfather of the destruction of Western civilization. Our show is as silly, crazy, outrageous, sometimes as stupid as you can get. I was hired to be a ringleader of a circus. It's a lot of fun. It's a great job. Thank you so much. Uh, thank you for having me. There's never been a moment that I ever thought I was better than the people who appear on our stage. I'm not better, only lucky. Till next time, take care of yourself and each other. Yeah, Jerry. Jerry Springer has uh, has passed. Uh, at the age of 79 years old, he had uh, pancreatic cancer. You know, I can remember, I, we were just talking off air about the fact that I used to work in Mobile, Alabama. And I remember being in Mobile, Jerry would start, uh, I think at 9 o'clock and our show was on until 10. I'd have to check that for sure, but I, I think that's it. So I think Jerry was our competition for the last hour. So when the ratings came out, we saw this big dip in our show for you know, the, the nine to 10 hour. Well, there's a reason why Jerry was doing his thing. And that's when he was like at the peak. And I'm going to be honest with you. I found myself playing some really long songs so I could, you know, get my Jerry fix every day. That was a crazy show. Speaking of crazy, South Korean president at the White House. How much does he love American pie? A long, long time ago. I love that. That is a that's a humanizing moment right there. South Korean President Yoon. Actually, his full name is Yoon Sook Yul. Uh, but there he was at the White House having a, a big dinner in his honor. Uh, with President Biden there inviting him to get up and sing, and he took the invitation. Talked a lot about AI for the last uh, week or two. It seems like every day there's a new story. There's a guy named Dan Oliver who created a pizza commercial, fake pizza commercial, using nothing but AI. It's kind of bad and good at the same time. Are you ready for best pizza of life? Bring friends down to Pepperoni Hug Spot. Our chefs make pizza with heart and special touch. Cheese, pepperoni, vegetable, and more secret things. Need delivery? Pizzas come fast. Knock, knock, who's there? Pizza magic. Eat pepperoni hug spot pizza. Your tummy say thank you. Your mouth say, mmm, pepperoni hug spot. It's like family, but with more cheese. You see what I'm saying? It's kind of, it's bad, but it's good. It's good, but it's bad, but it's AI. So I don't know. I'm afraid, I think. I literally am afraid of where this is going because it's already pretty good. Did you hear the McCartney thing that we played for you, which was somebody took Paul McCartney's voice threw it into ai and then they did the cars best friends girl with paul singing it and about every 30 seconds or so you go wow that sounds like mccartney most of the time it sounds bad but if they can get that close this early on in the game you know it's like all the deep fakes and everything i think we're in for uh some crazy times speaking of we're going to finish with crazy times a guy in the bronx who says that uh, a wild peacock pecked him in the leg and then flew into a tree. We were standing outside chilling, you know, and I thought I was bugging. I said, yo, they're going to peacock. And then that's when we all, you know, started filming it. Then it just started running up the hill towards traffic. So, you know, we had to try to keep the birds safe. We chased them all the way in. I trapped them inside the gate. We got tied it in the gate. And then he tried to pet me. I said, grab my pants. They flew in the tree. I didn't know they fly. I didn't know they flew either. But you know what's kind of funny about the whole thing? And uh, 
maybe you caught that is he wasn't doing anything. He was just bugging. And all of a sudden, there goes a peacock. Hey, you're going to have a good weekend. I know it. I can see it from here. It's on the horizon. And sorry for the Golden State Warriors fans. That's the first thing, by the way, that Brett said to me when he came into the station tonight. He's like, hey, man, how you doing? Warriors lost. What? And they did. So uh, a Game 7 coming up against those, who would have thunk it, Sacramento Kings. I didn't see that coming. Now, Brett was saying that, uh, you know, they're a pretty good team, and I think he's of the mind that they uh, – they earned the right to be there, and now they're showing you why. So, who might argue? Except for a Warriors fan. I know Steph Curry was upset because he didn't want to play that early. He felt it wasn't fair that most of their fans were just getting off of work. And that means the arena wouldn't be completely full when they tipped off. And he was right. So maybe that had something to do with it. And if that's the case, how dare you do my Steph Curry that way? I don't know. And uh, NFL Draft continues, so we'll watch that here for the next couple days. Raiders looking okay, I think, so far. And you, you're looking great. We'll talk to you Monday night at 7. Thanks again to Brett for being here, Mike the actor, and, of course, the commish, Ian Coy, for giving us the rundown on the draft. See you Monday. This is Kirby Scofo, Scofo Realty here in Las Vegas. Real estate is always changing. Be it a buyer's market, a seller's market. At Scofo Realty, it's your market. Buying or selling, we have the team and the tools to work the market so it works for you. We are excited that we're on the Wayne Coy Show. Our results blessed us with the Zillow Flex Partnership roughly about two years ago due to our consistent conversion and customer service scores. With conversion, that means we can close. And with our customer service scores, you know you're going to get the best service possible. We're always looking for agents led by mentorship, resources, and experience. We are your guide. Find us. Kirby4u.com. That's K-I-R-B-Y, the number four, the letter U.com. Kirby4u.com or call 702-766-9538. Again, 702-766-9538.